Episode number four today. today. I ain't running out of gas. We're gonna keep it going. We're gonna run through the finish line. Okay, let's go. We save the best for the end, bro. Two more, two more tonight. Calmate, we yeah, one, one and done, Professor Raps. People would be happy if I lost my voice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Brought to you by the wonderful people of the Grasshopper. Grow your medicinal, recreational, cannabis needs. Bring your car, get your discount, let's make it happen. <sighs> Always ends right on time. Oh. We have two heavy hitters going over an event that we got going on on Friday. Mm-hmm. A ver, compita, George. What's up? Tell me a little bit about yourself, bro, for the people who don't remember. O- otra vez? Rapidín, bro. Right, so uh, I'm a South Bay uh, native, mm. I say. Um, wasn't born here, but I've been here all my life, pretty much. And uh, I'm a graphic designer by trade. Eso. And I work for a fundraising platform, and I live a block away from here. Bro, you it's, live in the in, in the thick. I live behind of all the of Vogue. Nice. I can hear the motherfuckers karaoke every yeah. when they when they nice. have karaoke. That's how close I am. What's up with this new taquero cool. announcement? You know, when when you have a uh, an order. Okay, I don't know. I was walking around the corner right now, and it says number seventy two. Come on up and grab your tacos. Thousand fucking DMV. Now serving. You know what I mean? It's like what the fuck? The technology, bro. You know? No, you know what? We're lucky to have these guys there. We're lucky to have those guys there because you know what? Nobody's open on Monday. You know, it's like everything seems to be pretty slow on the block. But when these guys they show up and they have their taco truck and then we have our beers and we know. We kind of, we, we, we always got something going on here at the brewery. Yeah. We, we always got a little bit of a hustle and bustle. So them being here, just kind of serving up the tacos and the mulitas, bro. Nah, yeah. But how is it? How are the tacos? No, saben ricos, bro. Saben ricos. Like, uh, I wouldn't go to Tacos El Gordo if these guys are here for convenience and just the way it tastes. It's like, I, yeah. I, I, I ain't, I ain't going nowhere. Right? Yeah. So they're, they're always accessible. It's, it's tasty food. In a pinch, te va a gustar. Who does that voice belong to? We're also joined by Mr. Ruben Torres. ¿Qué onda, viejo? ¿Cómo estamos? Aquí, aquí. Cuénteme algo de usted. Oh, man. Where do I start? The beginning. Now, th- thank you for having me on. Absolutely, this. man. So it's an honor and congratulations on, on uh, you got the number one podcast in San Diego. We right? paid a few people. We greased yeah, a few pockets. Yeah, you know, we, we made it happen. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you got to do. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. He went Belichick on it. Oof, whatever yeah, it, it takes. It, it was the best best podcast in San Diego. Yes. Thank you, man. Oh, Appreciate it, it, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Not for us, though. For she hated it. <laughs> But, you know, you had a podcast and I had a podcast, too. So Dude, everybody think, has think, a podcast yeah. nowadays. Yeah. I used to have one. I did it for a couple of years with my friend Marco. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I know was, Marco. I was, I was on what was it called? Um, it was called a Hoppy Hour. Okay. So it was based on just going to different breweries, new breweries, and then we had different guests, whether it was trying to understand the industry of, of brewing. So we talked to the brewmaster, talked to the owner. So I did Tim. Okay. You know, I did uh, uh, South Park. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to recall all the ones. Um, we did like, what? I think we only did 14 episodes. Why did it end? Uh. Well, I mean, I mean, one of the biggest reasons is um, uh, health-wise. Mm. Uh, Marco had to deal with some situations that we couldn't do it anymore. So we paused it a little bit, and we just never... Yeah, sometimes know, if you pause too busy. long, it's... Yeah, he's been busy, I've been busy, so, you know, sort of been on, on the shelf. Mr. Ruben, what about you? What's your podcast about? Mine was just uh, giving a platform to people and, let you know, kind of 
tell me your journey. You know? Hell yeah. And oh. So what I want to do is inspire other people to do what you do. You know, so and just give them a platform to share their story. Wasn't it? What was the name of your podcast? Connected. Connected. That's yeah. right. So it's no longer. It's no longer in existence. Um, no, you know, we. I was doing it out, out of an office space here, probably like a couple blocks down. Okay. And so we moved not too long ago, and so. I, once I moved the studio from there, I was like, ah, once we move into the new spot, I'll just do it out of there. So we moved the new spot and I just haven't restarted mm. yet. So it's all nice. It's, it's, it's coming yeah, back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So. We, we've been talking about it. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah. dude, I love it. I was just telling memo earlier. I was like, dude, it's my favorite thing to do, you know, podcasting and just getting people's story. You know, I yeah, think you were like one of the OGs as far as podcasting. Was, oh, you were like doing video. I was doing first. both. Went, yeah, 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 I was I doing that video too. first. Yeah. That's an important component to setting up a podcast, opening up to the video aspect of it, because I feel yeah. like that's the one thing that it it takes you from like 10 listeners, all of a sudden you got 500 listeners, yeah, and it yeah. just kind of like multiplies. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we started doing video before it was even, we are even podcasting, so yep, I was true. just getting people's stories just on video first, and then, um, then we jumped into audio, you know, the podcast audio stuff, and so I just kind of switched it up a little bit, and yeah, I, I I genuinely love it. Like I think it's one of my favorite things to do, straight up. Oh yeah, I, and now it's easy to do a podcast. I enjoy doing podcasts. One, it's 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 therapy. It's therapeutic yeah. for me. I lo- I enjoy listening to people yeah. tell me their stories. Yeah. I enjoy you know shooting the shit and getting to know. One of the things I really enjoy is not knowing anything about the person that's going to come in, yeah. and then just kind of letting 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 it just develop as it goes, you know, and I yeah, like it. I'm inquisitive. I, I like to ask a lot of questions and then I'm just like, all right, I, I, I like to put myself in the position. Well, if I'm listening, I'd, I'd like to know about this or I'd like to know about that. And it, that, that format for me has just worked, you know, yeah. just, just kind of one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, just shooting the shit. Yeah. And that's what we got going on today. That's awesome. So what do we got going on on Friday? We got Black Friday going on, bro. We're, we're, I call this South Bay Black okay. Friday. Oof. Just to give it a nice little, nice hometown ring to it. You know what I mean? Go ahead. What's uh, up? So the event, the 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 actual uh, show, or what? It's not even a show, actually. Um, it's from 11 a.m. Mm. to 5, 6 p.m. at the Vogue lot. We call it the Vogue lot because it's, you know, next to the Vogue tavern. There's a lot of uh, events that go on in that little area. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's... It's, uh, it's communal. It's com- yeah, exactly. I mean, there's another... Alan just put a second storage uh, unit in there. So there's got two of them now, but it's still very spacious. Enough for like eating a car show. You can put a couple of cars in there. I mean- you How know, many events have you set up at that spot? I've only been a part of, as far as like managing it and event-wise, was ground floor, mm-hmm. art show, the first one. And then this is my second one, but I was doing like, um, I asked Alan if I, if I can post up on a Saturday and get, get rid of a lot of my clearance stuff. So I don't know, a month ago, I did a bunch of like, Get your ass over here, garage sale style, right? Mm-hmm. So you come in, I was getting rid of all my old junk, t-shirts, hoodies, everything, just clearing. So I've been doing stuff there, but as an actual former event, this is it will be my second one. Very nice, yeah. man. So there's going to be uh, about a dozen vendors. Roughly about a dozen vendors, all from, you know, different types of, you know, jewelry. I got a jewelry person coming in, you know, some, a lot of clothing vendors, um, a couple of, um, New, when I say new, is because I've, I've always stuck with the same roster of vendors. You know, some of the, yeah. like, Mammals, uh, the Good Merc, you know, and, and whatnot. Oh, nice. Yeah, now now, now uh, I could put the face to the name, yeah, for sure. It, Heck yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That Bless, you know, that Yeah, bless yeah, for sure. Actually, that's, that's okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Chicla is going to be there yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And I wanted to ask something different. That's why I brought Ruben here, because I wanted to also, you know, do something good as well. You know, we got the toy drive with the Love That Neighbor. Um, and you know, the seasons is, uh, holiday season is coming up. So I figured let's put this, let's do something different. So I asked, reached to you as well, Steve. I said, Hey, 
what's up with the emo brown? What, what can we do? You know, and he's like, I'll put a tent up. Let's Boom. Go. Yeah. I mean, we, we just we just got into the uh, the, the pop up event game. We set up our own little tent and we have, we have a lot of merch. People really like buying our shit, but we don't have a lot of stuff to sell. Right. So we just, we reach out to our, our merch guy and say, Hey, Chicle just set up these designs. Can you give us some crew next? Can you use some shirts? Can you give us some hats? He did. So now we're going to have a little something to put out there, you know? Why don't you bring some of the three punks merch too? También se puede ser, I man. mean, some yeah, of I the can... stuff you guys have here, like, I mean, you can't, you sell beer, but you can sell the merch. Yeah, we can sell beer there too. What's crying? <laughs> no, no se puede. What, what's yeah. the rule in there? Can well, we drink on premise? I can't say you can't because it's not, you know, I don't know how this whole thing okay. is covered. All right. But, um, there is going to be beer for sale, you know, and that's that's when Alan comes in with the tavern. Mm. So he's going to have his own little puestecito selling beer. Okay, you know, okay. Get a little br uh, bracelet if you're 21. So ultimately, this event is for a good cause. You said it's a toy drive linked up with the homie Aquilo Compa Ruben yeah, and his Love Thy Neighbor. So Love Thy Neighbor is also your foundation that you're associated with. Yep. Tell me a little so, bit about so that. Nonprofit. Well, yeah, we've been doing it for uh, for about 12 years. Um, community based like yourself, South Bay. Um, you know, I, I was born in Tijuana and grew up in South Bay. So, um, in 2010, um, we had a, a buddy of ours in, in Tijuana that reached out and said he wanted uh, he wanted to bless some the kids in the neighborhood with the basketball. And I was kind of like, what? Like, dude, short like me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I knew he wasn't, <laughs> I knew he wasn't trying to play ball. So I was like, what do you you know what are you trying to do? And he's like, no, man, I just want to bless some of the kids in the in the community, in the neighborhood, you know. Um, there's basketball court, but there's no ball. Like, kids can't do nothing. So I was like, man, give me a couple weeks, and I'll come back and get you a bunch of stuff. So me and my little brother and a bunch of friends, we just kind of got together, and we, like, told the community, went on Facebook and said, dude, we want to wanna collect a bunch of stuff for, you know, kids and families in Tijuana. And, um, and we did it, and we did it. Uh, here in Chula Vista was our first, like, spot where we actually – I collected toys. It was in front of Nitty's tattoo shop, yep. you know, back in the day. And so um, we did it there and then been never looked back, you know, still, still doing it. 12 years later, you're still grinding. Still grinding. And uh, it's grown to so much more, you know, we've been doing so much more stuff, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how it started. And, and uh, it's been a blessing, you know? So sometimes like when, you know, you think you're going into a neighborhood to go bless people. And sometimes it just turns around that it's, they're, they're blessing you, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. And, and I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm blessed enough to be able to be surrounded with good people like you guys, you know, to do some stuff. And uh, we're just, we're going to keep it going until, until we can't go no more. You know what I'm saying? 12 years running a foundation is a lot of work, man. We, yeah, we, yeah. We've been doing this for less than a year and we were like, Oh my God, there's so many layers involved with operating this, you know? And, and, it, the way it's structured with board members and, yeah. and, and and managers, and then just you need to have the president and a VP and a treasurer. Yeah, I hate that part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it comes with structure, yeah. you know, and, and, and then it's good, you know, that way you, there's checks, there's balances, there's yeah. got to be things that, you know, where the money's being allocated, where is this? And I'm, I'm so unstructured when it comes to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an idea guy, like, oh man, let's go and do this. And everybody's like, sick, let's go. But it's like, you know, you got to have that structure. And I, you know, I I, I got to surround myself with smart people because I'm, you know, I'm more the 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 vision. Like, oh, we have this vision to go do it. Let's go do it. But if we don't handle that stuff that you're talking about, like stuff falls through the cracks. You yeah. know? I mean, and it takes all kinds of people to run a foundation. Yeah, you know, yeah, fortunately, yeah. You, you you surround yourself with people who know it. I'm yeah. the same way, man. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. You know, I know that there's got to be somebody that takes care of this. Somebody takes care of that. Somebody that yeah. ties it all together. Somebody yeah. dots the eyes. Somebody that crosses the T's. Yeah. It's a whole squad. And yeah. like in our group, we have a total of seven dudes. You know, and just out there figuring out a way to raise money. Yeah. So what we do is through this podcast, uh, we set up a Patreon. 
and people on the Patreon donate money. Mm -hmm. So every month we got like a certain, uh, a monthly stream of revenue that goes into our foundation account and it sits there and it sits there and we're working on doing monthly donations to other charities. Like I love thy neighbor where we're just like, like 250 or 500 a month. Like this month we're giving 500 to this company, their charity rather 500 to this school. Like earlier today I was talking to a young man who's a, He's a he's a, a general family counselor at a school, uh, Montgomery Elementary at Quinchula Vista, nice, nice. and he was talking about the uh, financial struggles that a school like that faces. You know, it's yeah. small, it's a little bit yeah. off the beaten path. It's still yeah. within the Chula Vista Elementary School District, but they don't get a lot of the shine that other schools in this district get. Yeah, sure. So they they suffer. You know, they, they they're they're constantly trying to raise funds to send uh, sixth graders to sixth grade camp. Or do they see yeah. it? You know, or or just trying to get food for for the students. And it's just why isn't there more people trying to do this? And that's kind of what motivated us. You know, uh, my business is here in Chula Vista, bro. My, my, the, the homies that are involved with me in the Emo Brown Foundation, they're all from the South Bay. And it's like, if not us, who? We, we can't just wait for somebody else to like pick up the slack and do it. It's like, you know what? We're very fortunate that we make a living off, you know, what we do here in the community. Why don't we give back to the community in which we make a living in? You know, and fortunately, man, knock on wood, it's been, it's been working out. It's been working out and surrounding and, and myself with people like yourself, other people who have like ideas and visions and, and, and a method to pull it off. It's, it's, for me, it's, it's motivation. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. like, all right, cool. That yeah. worked. Let's do it again. Yeah. This bike ride raised this yeah. much money. Fuck. Let's, let's another do another one. bike yeah. ride, you know, yeah. a golf event. We've never done one. Who cares? Yeah. It raised how much? Fuck. Yeah. Let's do, do it again. again yeah. You know, so it's, 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 everything is exciting for us right now. Yeah. It's very new. Keep, keep it new, keep it new and exciting. What, what was the premise for you to start a foundation? What was it that wanted, you know what? Um, Today I, I, I want to open a nonprofit 501c3. No, 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 I, I, I never, um, I, you know, I came out of the entertainment industry, so I, I never thought that like my influence would be used this way, mm. you know? And I used to tour with all these different bands and I used to do all kinds of, you know, had some opportunities to do some cool stuff. So, you know, I was like, dude, you know, I got some influence in, in, the industry might as well use it to do some good, you know? And, um, I, I would see myself in these kids and TJ, you know? So I was like, man, we got to do some more. And then it's just kind of grew into doing more in, in San Diego. And so, you know, we started, all right, let's do some homeless stuff. Let's do some, let's go to the schools and let's go, you know, let's help the senior citizens in national city. And let's, you know, everything that you can think of, like, you know, um, biblically in, in the Bible, you know, Jesus talks about, you know, hey, when I was when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. When when I was sick, you came to see me in the hospital. When I was in prison, you know, you came to visit me. And so I just took those elements and I was like, I want to do all those things that Jesus talked about. And so we hit all those, you know, different elements. And so like, you know, we would hit the prisons, like Memo would go with me. We'd hit, go up to the prisons up in uh, mostly like in Soledad, so up in Salinas. How was that experience? Oh man, it's it was like What was the reception? Dude, it's no, I'm, dude. They they love to have us there, man. Okay. And um, we would do art shows in, in inside the prison. Um, we would bring a band sometimes and a DJ, and dude, we'd be in the yard with like a thousand dudes. Dude, it was it was it was insane. That could get like, intimidating, yeah. dude. Yeah, you know, I, I I gotta say, like honestly, like the first time I went in, I I didn't know what to expect, and it was it was a little scary. And then you know, after you know the second, third, fourth, fifth time, it's just kind of like, no, nah, these are the homies. Like, what's up? You know. And uh, I, I think the the most impact I had was, um, you know, we're out in the yard and and uh, you know you're out there, you know you you got to wear shade. You're out there for like eight hours just getting sunburnt, and um, you're you know surrounded by like a thousand dudes for real. Like, and you don't know who's who and who's doing what. 
But um, so we're able to bring in a band and we brought in a bunch of guys, you know, so everybody kind of scatters, like people are having Bible studies over here, praying or doing whatever, you know, we brought in a band, bands rocking out, you know, we brought in a DJ and did the whole thing. But um, it was cool, man. Like at the end, we're like shaking hands with everybody. And, and this one dude came up and, you know, he just came up and did like one of those like extra long hugs. Where I'm thinking, am I about to get shanked? Like, oh, oh. You know, what's going on? And so um, now he just comes And up. my little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> For real. He was one of those. It was. And so um, I was like, what's going on? You know, and he just like, just straight up told me like, dude, I want to thank you, man. Because for the first time I felt like I wasn't in prison. Oof. Wow. Dude. And, you know, I'm wearing my glasses, but I just yeah. started like just crying, dude. Because, you know, to be used like that, you know, to give that kind of emotion, yeah. dude, it, it was a big deal, you know. So that's why I say, like, sometimes you think, like, you know, you're there to, to bless someone, but, dude, that's that's the bigger blessing. Inspiration and motivation yeah. comes from different parts, man, yeah, that yeah. sometimes you don't know what's going to happen, and, yeah, yeah, sometimes the giver turns into the receiver. Yeah, for real. Good and for you, know, you man. We, we, you know, we, to this day, still work with guys that were lifers that were inside that prison that have gotten released, and some are in L.A., some are in San Diego, but, you know, we still stay in contact. As a matter of fact, um, one of the guys that was an artist and was setting up all the art shows inside Soledad State Prison. Um, he, he had an art program and he was doing all kinds of stuff inside. He just did art classes for us here in Chula Vista. So he got released and now he's giving back full there circle. There it is, man. And so, you know, that's the beauty of it to me is like when you could see like the way God worked and you're just yeah. like, dude, this is, this is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you couldn't orchestrate it any better. Like just from being inside, like I'm never going to see freedom and then being let out. And then coming out and saying, all right, I'm going to give back to the community by doing what I was doing inside out here and teaching kids. If it works inside, why wouldn't it work outdoors, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's, you know, we've been doing various things and, you know, we've just been fortunate enough to, same thing. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't have a rich uncle and we don't have, you know, we just, it's, it's the community. It feels good to give. Yeah. It it feels good to, to, to. Do something good. It sounds cheesy, you know, but it's like it, I, I tell my kiddos, it's like, Hey man. Do your best to be your best. Yeah, and you can appeal that to anybody, yeah. anything, at any time. Just And then it feels good. Like, yeah. I didn't know I was going to enjoy this as much as then when we actually did it. And we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This was cool. We raised this much money for yeah. this cause. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it again. Yeah. You were telling me a little bit about your entertainment background. Well, tell us a little bit about that. How, oh, what, what's going on there, man? Look at you. Uh, I see you jumping what, hints. What's, yeah, what no, kind no, of entertainment? No, 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 no. Nah, you know what? I, I honestly, like... Like I, I, you know, I, I say it because it's like, it's what I did, but you know, I don't, I don't even really talk about it much anymore. Really. It was just, it was what it was, but yeah, I spent like 20 years in the entertainment industry, whatever it was, you know, doing, you know, so just a, gave us a little bit, a little bit just, of everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did a lot of video production. Um, I used to run POD's record label. I know you had Marcos here. Yeah. Yeah. Ago. Marcos was in it. Uh, good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all, all of them are good dudes, man. And and uh, so I grew up with Wolf and Sonny. Mm. And um, so I still, you know, I still do ministry stuff with Sonny here and there. So, um, you know, it's just, I, you know, we grew up two doors away from each other. And um, and so I, I used to run Rescue Records, you know, their first label, independent label. And then um, when, when they got signed, I jumped into the film industry. And then so I was able to produce like their DVD that was on Atlantic Records, the Still Paying Dues, I produced that. And then I just went on to do all kinds of DVDs with all these different every, DVDs. Every major like West Coast like yeah. rapper like oh. I did like DJ Quick, Corrupt, Tonight, yeah, all that like all these got the Outlaws, all the stuff like I was able to do a lot of cool stuff with a lot of cool people for a long time. 
Yeah, it's 20 cool. years is, is, yeah, is yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was able to like tour with like Papa Roach. You know, I did um, just a lot of cool tours, you know, that I was able to jump on and, and spend some time with some cool people. And um, I think out of all of them, I think I, you know, I probably still just keep in touch with probably like Papa Roach mm. out of everybody. Rescue Records was based out of? Chill Vista. Yeah, Here, um, oh, that Bay, sounds very familiar, Bay man. Boulevard. Yeah. Bay was Dogwood on that label? Dogwood was on ah, okay, perfecto. That's yeah. why I was like, wait a second. That sounds yeah. super familiar. Yeah, Dogwood Rescue was dope, dude. Yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh is a homie. He's on here. Yeah. Fuck, he's been on here like five times. Yeah. So we just shoot the shit about stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was there in R2. Um, yeah, we signed all kinds of San Diego talent, you know. There was a lot of talent in the day, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I only say in the day because that's when I was really involved yeah. and like, you know, put myself in that position. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure the scene is probably yeah. still strong. I just don't yeah. know because I'm not, I'm not in tune with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I've disconnected myself a little bit too. And I was like, man, like that now I'm just feeling old because I'm like, dude, there's all kinds of like cool, like hip hop artists and some cool bands that are popping up. And dude, I seen, um, I went to this little spot out in like in one of these warehouses in Chula Vista. I think it was called like Dog House or something house. And uh, my daughter was there, my, my little you know, 17 year old daughter. And she was like, Oh dad, you got to come check out the spot. And I went, and it was just like a little underground, like rock and roll punk rock spot. And I was like, dude, this is dope. And so, um, Kino from big mountain, his son was playing in a band there. And I was like, dude, this guy is dope. Like, I, I don't know if you guys ever heard him, but yeah. this dude's insane, you know, and he's youngster. And I was like, dude, this guy is like, he's, he could be like the next big thing, you know? And so there, there's a lot of San Diego. You put on your entertainment hat really quick. Yeah, You're like, yeah. wait a like, second. Let's see what's going, what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? Gotta get this guy a record deal. But uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff going on. And, you know, now I think, um, you know, we've become like a fashion mecca too. There's a lot of like clothing lines and a lot of. You know, a lot of stuff that's coming out of San Diego, man. And I'm just proud of. I attribute that to it, being a border know? town, man. I mean, we yeah. we have a lot of different cultural like clashes and yeah. and then just a lot of ideas. And when you're in the border town, I mean, you're kind of stuck in between, you know. Yeah. And, and, and I always say like the Selena adages where like you're, you're too Mexican for the whites and you're too <laughs> white for the Mexicans. Yeah. So it's like we created our own little niche. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden, I feel like there's a lot of shine on the things that we're a part of or the culture that was created. Yeah. Like Bobby, Bobby tribal, you know, yeah. Bobby Ruiz, like everything that he's done, like, yeah, there's a lot of eyes and, yeah. and attention. I mean, that's decades of work yeah. for one, but I feel it's like, it's full circle. Now people are paying attention, yeah. you know, even like El Compita Memo and, and his brand, El Compita George, El Compa Chicle, like everybody, yeah. like, I feel like it's all come full circle where yeah. the spotlight is on everything that you guys are doing currently. Like even to an extent, even like the brewery yeah. or like the, the podcast and what we're doing, it's yeah. like, I feel like there's just a lot of eyes on what we're doing yeah. and we're just a border town with border yeah. people, border kids yeah. just kind of trying to find our way. And I think we struck, we, we found something, you know, I think after all this time, I think we finally like found something because we got people coming from all over San Diego to hang out on third Avenue, you know, whether it's going to events that you're throwing, you know, whether it's going to a, a restaurant or a bar or a brewery here in the hood. And it's like, people are making an effort to make this their destination spot, which is when we opened up, that was the goal. Yeah. It's like, the goal is not to have you just come to one spot at three punk and that's it. And then leave. No, the goal is to come to three punk. Now go have some food. You know what? Let's go visit this spot. Now let's go over here. Oh, there's going to be a show. Let's go watch a show. Yeah. All of a sudden, your whole Saturday was spent down here. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? They know what they're doing in Chula Vista. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the rumblings that's been yeah. happening. Bro, it's been... it's yeah. When it's I opened here, we were time. told... Yeah, when I opened here, they told me, what are you guys doing? And that's an ignorant move. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, the people who said that it was an ignorant move are like, hey, man, how do I get down there? Yeah. Like, homie, yeah. you missed it by like yeah. six years. It's over. Yeah, for real. Like now, if you're not in it, you're, you're not going to be yeah. a part of it. It's going to be really hard for you to jump in and, and find your, your, your place in what we've got going on down here. 
but it sounds like you've been putting in work for a while, man. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, you know, doing, doing the entertainment thing. Like I was trying to help everybody get a platform and, you know, people were, were hitting me up left and right, you know, because of the stuff that we had done with POD and, and then the other people I was connected to. So it was, all it uh, takes is one. Yeah, and, so then, I, and then your yeah, name just kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that's when I, I started just using the name. I was like, all right, cool. I got to throw my name on everything. Um, the A&R for, for POD when they signed to Atlantic, um, I was moving back to San Diego from LA and he was like, dude, go be the big fish in a small pond down there and go like kill it and put your name on everything. And I was like, yeah, it just seems a little ego-ish. I don't know. I don't know about that. But he's like, no, no, no. Like, go get your name known. Like, now you're at the point where you've done enough here in L.A. where you could be in San Diego and just be the big fish. Coming home yeah. to discover new yeah. new talent. So I was like, dude, all right. You know, and I did a couple of mixtapes for a couple of dudes. And, Mixed. you know, Ruben Torres Presents, you know, and I was doing all that. And then I started doing art shows and started doing all this crazy stuff. And I just threw my name on everything, you know. Then when we did the podcast, it was connected with Ruben Torres, you know, the video and all the stuff. So, you know, I'm still doing it, but uh, now I think I'm just putting the team more up front. And um, I think back in the day, I was, I, I was, um, you know, kind of people pleasing, you know, so I was like trying to do everything that I could possibly do to get my name known. And then, you know, I was looking for followers. Like I wanted, I wanted the numbers and I wanted all, and I think now I'm just, I'm looking to create more leaders, you know, so we have a good team, like, a team of leaders that's always that's evolving. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you know? man. You can't so, stay stagnant. You can't. No. It looks like you've I've always been evolving and and you know, yeah. oh, this hat doesn't work anymore. Let's try this yeah. hat. Oh, you know what? This yeah. is looking feeling a little stale. Let's yeah, let's yeah. try this. You you have to, man, because there's always someone looking to take your place and there's always someone there that's that's better and and um, you know, if if you if you fall asleep at the wheel, man, someone's someone's there ready to take that, that next, that next spot, you know? And that's cool. You know, to me, I'm yeah. like, dude, let's share it. There's room for let's everybody. All, yeah. Let's all do it. And I've always said that about San Diego, man. And so I've, I've done nothing but try to promote everything I knew about San Diego. Um, and I've, I've tried not to make it about me. So even though I threw my name and they're connected with Ruben Tor, I, I always made it about like who I'm interviewing. Like, is this is your journey. And this is like, you tell us how you did it and teach other people to do it. Yeah. How you did What's it, your you secret know? type of deal? Yeah, you know, yeah, like when yeah. I talk to somebody, it's yeah. like, all right, man, guess what? You look like us. How did you get to become like on MTV or on TRL? Yeah. How did you get a, a accepted into Berkeley, Yale, yeah. whatever? How did you decide on opening this kind of like yeah. software company? Yeah. Where did you get the idea of becoming a graphic designer, putting, you know, putting yeah. your brand... And now it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, I want to know that thing. One, because I'm, I'm, I'm nosy. I'm like, hey, that's fucking awesome. Tell me about <laughs> yeah. it. I want to learn, yeah. you know? For real. Because if, 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 every day you got to learn a little something, yeah. bro. You know? And, and what better than from somebody who's been there and done that and has been successful yeah. in it, you know? And people like, you respect. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, look at all three of you. You know, and I, I, I just met Memo, but I know his work. Yeah. I know George, but I know his, I know his work, too. You just told me who, what, how. I'm like, oh, wow, you work with these guys, you work with that guys. So it says Chula Vista is small enough yet big enough where yeah. we can make an impactful difference. Yeah, for real. And it's awesome that you took that approach and you said, you know what? Boom, love thy neighbor. Yeah. It's time to take that approach and, and, and apply it into something where we can give back. Yeah. 12 yeah. years, bro, that's a lot of years. work. Yeah. And so, you know, in the beginning, we didn't even think about like... I didn't think about 501c3 status and all that. I was just like, dude, we're just doing it. Yeah. You know, we just started doing stuff like in Chula Vista. went to, um, we're doing stuff in Barrio Logan. We did stuff over at the Centro Cultural. You know, we're just like doing it. And then uh, in 2016, we did a, a big event um, at Qualcomm Stadium and it was a, a peace gathering. So I, I gathered that. all kinds of different vendors 
different musicians, different speakers, different community leaders. And uh, we rented a big stage and we're just there in the parking lot. And, and, you know, there was a lot of beef going on with community and and the police at the time. So, um, so, you know, I was like, dude, you know, we got to do something. And so I just put the word out to the homies and we're like, dude, let's create this event. We just called it love thy neighbor peace gathering. Hell yeah. And so we brought the community together, together with law enforcement. And we just, and we had people like Sonny from POD came out and he like prayed over law enforcement and city officials. And dude, it was just, it was an awesome thing, man. We had a couple thousand people that came out and, um, and my boy South Bay, Mike tattoo artist, he, um, he came along and helped out and he was like, dude, you know, what are you doing? You got to make this thing legit. And I was like, ah, I'm just kind of doing it, dude. You know, and as ideas come, I just, and he was like, nah, bro, like you can be doing so much more like here, I'll pay for you guys to become a 501c3. So he took care of us, you know, and he went and he paid for everything and did all the thing. And so he jumped in, you know, that's when we started creating a board and doing all that. But that was until like 2016, 2017, you know, we still had six years of just doing it. Oh you know? man. And so it wasn't until then that we're like, all right, let's do, let's get, let's get a bank account. Let's be legit. Let's do. And so, you know, since then we've just been, you know, doing it legit and not looking back, you know? And so again, like we don't have a rich uncle. We don't have a major corporation that's back. You are the rich uncle now, man. You're you're rich in knowledge, which is rich in wisdom. And you're you're the one passing down all those things, you know, Uh, from your lips to God's ears. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I'm over here like, dude, you know, we, we, you know, me and Mamma were just talking about earlier. We're like, because we just came, speaking of, we just came from, we're handing out turkeys to families in, in the South Bay, you know. So we teamed up with the NLPOA, National Latino Peace Officer Association, and uh, the Southern Division and Church 180. And we're down at the Southern Division um, handing out turkeys and food and stuff. So we did uh, we did 100 families. 100 turkeys, so, huh? 100 turkeys, wow, yeah. Not the man. So, awesome, um, how many so, cars, how many trucks is that? Is that one big uh, box car or what? No, no, they, they were just doing... Um, so uh, Veronica um, Medina from the San Ysidro School District, so she, uh, from the San Ysidro School District, she was identifying the families ahead of time to help us. Like, you know, it, it has to run smooth. So if everybody's like, oh, I got a family, I got a family. Yeah. We're just like. You got to put it in the hands of the knows. families that need it the most. Yeah. yeah. So, and she knows, you know, because. She's connected down there. It, she's, in, she's in the San Ysidro School District, every, every one in three kids is homeless. So like it's stuff that I didn't know, you know, but, and it's not homeless. Like they're living on the street. Some of them are living in hotels. Some of them in a car, you know? Yeah. And um, so, like, there was one family that pulled in that I had just found out that they were living in in, um, in the junkyards down there in the Otai, Otai. junkyards. And so they had just gotten an apartment. So they were like, hey, we're going to come by, stop by, and bless you with some stuff. But, like, knowing all that stuff, it's like, man, I just, you know, you want to do more in the South Bay and San Isidro. San Isidro gets looked over so much, man. And, you know, I, I want to do more there. Um and, you know, Memo is from there and like, you know, our, our team, some of our team members, they live in the Villanueva and they're from there. And so, you know, I just want to do as much as we can. We just did a community cleanup with San Diego PD um, right there by the trolley station, by the buyer uh, trolley station. And we just want to, you know. It's crazy. My family's from Villanueva too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah like Villanueva. When I was little, that's where I was. That My earlier years, my formative yeah. years were in Villanueva. Yeah. yeah everybody we, knows everybody there, man. Yeah, I yeah. swear it was like, a, I used to go to like little... Little bodeguitas inside of the, the, the people's houses, bro. You go in there, you get your, like, your fucking, what do we have back there? Your bolis or whatever, yeah. whatever candies, bro. Ta- whole tables. Yeah, man. Spread with hey. those Mexican candies. Boom. Where there's a will, there's a way, man. The, the hustle Everybody mentality. Hustle. Yeah. The, the tamales the hus- right there. It was all there. Yeah. The Villanueva bowl, the Villa so, bowl, all those things. It was, yeah. a, it was a thing, you know? So we, we were, you know, we grew up in, we, we called our little spot the South Town, you know, where we're at. 
So we grew up over like a little closer to Montgomery High, you know, right, right off, like behind Cochran, all that stuff. So we had our own little stuff that we're doing. Now, I guess they call it Del Sol, but it's like, nah, that wasn't Del Sol. Like that was just our own thing. But we would always go down to San Isidro because we would hang out with Mike Ski from the Legion of Doom. And LOD. So LOD was, was like where we all got started with our first taste of the entertainment industry. So we all sprouted from the LOD. That's crazy. So everything that ever came out, whether Legion of Doom, Sonny, before he was Sonny from POD, he was, he was rapping, you know, over Mike Ski beats and doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it was like before there was POD, before there was anything where, you know, we're all part of the LOD. So the 151 posse, we were doing all that back in the days. So. You are an intricate part of everything that happened down here in San Diego. Yeah, in yeah, I'm era, like a man. Forrest Gump of San Diego. Yeah, yeah you were involved with <laughs> <in> God. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, in, in all seriousness, you brought a lot of uh, brought a lot of the talent together. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I, uh, I I I tried my best to do to do what we could, and and um, and I mean, you know, as far as like history, um, like you know, we grew up with Ray Mysterio too, so. Um, you know, I went to junior high and high school with them. So I had always like kept in contact with them. And so when he went to WCW, um, you know, he would always hit me, Hey Ruben, we're going to, you know, and he'd give me tickets and we'd go up and see him. And so when he finally, you know, they gave him some freedom to do stuff, what he was doing WCW, he brought me in. And so I was able to work with WCW for like maybe like a year and a half through, um, through him and Conan. And so I was able to bring some music to him. And then, so I produced the first two Conan music videos, so we did one here in San Diego and in Tijuana. We shot at Chicano Park, National City, because Conan lives here mm -hmm. in, in San Diego, in Chula Vista. So, um, so I was like, dude, this is next level. Like, we're, you know, I'm getting Ted Turner checks. You know, I'm like, dude, this is, Yo, this what's is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so, you know, jumping into that, that world, the corporate world was, you know, next level. And then when, when, uh, when Ray made it to WWE, he reached out again because we had a, a clothing line called Hefe Clothing. And so I was sending him stuff. And so he was like, dude, I can't wear it, you know, on TV or whatever. But, you know, I, I'll walk out wearing some stuff like, you know, and get paparazzi or whoever, like take a picture while I'm wearing it. And we'll do that. So, I, you know, I would just send him stuff, send him stuff. And then uh, finally he was like, dude, I want to redo our, you know, my walkout theme song. And he said, dude, do you think P.O.D. will remix it? I was like, hell yeah, dude, they're already doing stuff with WWE anyway, you know, because, you know, being on Atlantic. Oh. And so, and, and I happened to be at the Atlantic Records office, you know, we're, we're working on the Heffa Clothing stuff with POD. And so... Um, that's funny. I remember so, the line, man. I remember the Heffa Clothing. Yeah, that was, that was me and <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And, and so, um, so we're working on on doing this thing with uh, with Hot Topic. We, we did a release. So they had like all four of the POD guys and we only released it to Hot Topic. And then we did the... The CD, like you can, you know, you get the free shirt if you buy the CD at Hot Topic. You know, we we're trying everything, you know, back in the day. So, um, so he was like, "Dude, do you think POD will do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, heck yeah, dude, let me set it up." And then they, you know, they remixed it and did it. They performed live at uh, WrestleMania, I believe it was um, twenty two or something like that, and and uh, that's when he won the belt and he became the heavyweight champion. And it just like POD performing live and then he wins and it was just like San Diego's pressure together. And I was, you know, I was sitting there in awe because I was like, dude, I, I kind of helped orchestrate all this, put it together. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. sitting in awe like, dude, this is next level, dude. Took like, a step back and you're like, I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I yeah. Was, but you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just, 
I'm just telling the story, just the history of it. I enjoy journey, listening, man. I enjoy journey. listening. Yeah, the journey, your journey. The journey. But yeah, man, there's a whole, whole bunch of like little nuggets and all that stuff. But dude, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's humbling and it's it's just to see like where God used you throughout the way to connecting dots, yeah, connect the dots, man. Connected it's, it's with Torres. Thing. Ruben so um, so now I'm here, man, and and uh, you know we had this this idea of toning down the toy drive this year because. Um, dude, for 12 years, you know, it, it's, it's taken a lot out of me. And I was like, dude, you know, I told the team like, Hey man, can we just not do like every year we get a celebrity and we do the like big, a big thing and we'll him. do a concert or we'll do, you know, like we had POD play once Frankie J we had um, Andy Vargas from Santana to come do, you know, we have Ray Mysterio do autograph. Like I was like, dude, that's just, not, there was a lot going on. Yeah. I was like, let's not do all that, you know, this year. And I just, I just need a break, you know? So, um, I just told the team, let's tone it down. We'll do a little drive-through, little toy drive, and whatever we get, if we get a hundred toys, we get a hundred toys. We get a thousand, cool. Because every year we get thousands of toys, you know, yeah. and, and uh, we get overwhelmed with stuff like, oh, we got to go, you know, San Isidro. We got to go to Tijuana. We got to do, you know, it's it's what happens after that takes up all all of your December and even into January sometimes, where you're just giving, you know, and you got to deliver all these toys. And I was like, man, you know. You know, my wife's been going through some health issues and all. And I was like, dude, I just, I'm just going to take it easy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I was like, mm -hmm. I just, I can't, I can't do it this year, you know? And so I told the team, hey man, if you guys can do it, that'd be great. Um, you know, I'll just play the backfield. You guys already know what to do, you know? The blueprint has been out. established, yeah, you know? Like, now it's just it. pulling it off. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's been a blessing to see, you know, the community come together and, and uh, like with George saying, dude, you know, we'll collect toys. You know, and then you, we'll give them to you guys, and you guys do what you do, you know. Um, level up wrestling, uh, their wrestling school out in La Mesa, and, um, and they're doing the same thing. They're going to do a little wrestling show, and then they're going to give us the toys that they collect from there. And there's just, a like, um, Diamond Gems is doing an event. Like, all these different, you know, people that we know that are supporting that are just like, it's cool, man. Like, just take your break, do your thing, be with your family, and we'll all pitch in and just... You know, get the toys for you guys. You've shouldered the load long enough, man. I feel <laughs> yeah. like you you got people behind you that are willing yeah. to step up and, and take it yeah. and keep it going. You pass the baton. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. forever. I mean, you'll probably be back yeah. and do it shortly again. Yeah, but. yeah. I was like, just give me December, at least just to chill, you know. And so that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm like, man, let me take the month off, even though I'm not going to, you know. But Disconnected yeah, with Ruben yeah, Dawson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to disconnect for a bit. But, um, you know, I, I think uh, that's part of, of being able to build leaders, you know, to like, here, man. like That's the reins. Yeah, you guys can do it, you know. So whether or not they're with, you know, love thy neighbor and they go start their own thing, whatever, at least you know what to do, you know. So, um, you know, I'm just honored to be a small part of planting that seed, you know. So um, if it's, you know, if it's not for, you know, people like you guys supporting, you know, supporting the movement and what we do, then. Um, we're just saying, you, 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 like I said, man, you created this template. So now it's like we're, oh, look, what do you do? Let's do it like that, too. But let's switch it and do it up like in a way that it makes sense to what we are a part of. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm just I'm curious why more people aren't doing this. You know, we, we're yeah. everyone's very proud of being from Chula Vista, yeah. from the South Bay, you know. Yeah. And it's like now it's kind of got to do a little more. We, we, I think, pride ourselves in, in bringing the people that have made it out of the South Bay or out of San Diego back into the South Bay. Mm -hmm. So I'm like. You know, you know, I've done a bunch of stuff with Sonny where it's like, dude, now nah, we're going to go to Chula Vista High School and you're going to go talk to the kids over here. Um, you know, he wants to get more involved with like, you know, San Isidro and Montgomery High School because, you know, that he, he lived in that area too. So it's like, you know, we brought Ray Mysterio back. You know, we, we 
took him to San Isidro. We gave out bicycles down there. Um, we did, you know, Frankie J. Like everybody that's from the South, we're like, no, nah, you got to come back and and give these kids hope because it, once they see you and hear your story, it, it's, it's hope. Like if he made it, I can make it. Yeah. If these guys were a band and they made it. I can do it. If this guy's five foot two and he's a wrestler, I can do it. You know, it's a boomerang effect. So, Throw the yeah. boomerang out. Let's see what you collect along the way. Yeah. And then eventually you come back and drop yeah. off everything you've learned. And then let's see who else picks up the torch yeah. and takes it up. You know, so that, that's what we're hoping, man. He's five, two for reals. Five, something like that. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel big. Around yeah. I feel big. <laughs> I'm like, hey dude, come stand next to me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's, 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 he's a little guy, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like the underdogs, like, dude, that's the South Bay. Like, dude, you think about what's, I don't know what's in the water in the South Bay, but think about like how many people have made it out of the South Bay. Like you got MMA fighters, you know, Brandon Veer, you got like, there's a lot of people that made it out of the South Bay that are doing big stuff. Dice. You know what I'm saying? All these people are like, dude, 92154. You know what I'm saying? Dice went to Montgomery too. And, you know, you got, you know, my boy Manolo that, you know, he's over at 10th Planet. He's a, you know, he's an MMA coach. The Hurricane. Yeah, the Hurricane. He's yeah. like, dude, he he brings up all kinds of fools. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. dude, so many people. Do and even so if they're not from stuff. the South Bay, they now train here. They now yeah. reside here. Yeah. Angie yeah. Overkill Hill, bro. Dude. You know, Jeremy Stevens, yeah. Dominic Cruz, like yeah, they, Dominic and, Cruz, and yeah. Phil Davis, you yeah. know, it's like they all congregate and come to. I don't know what's in the water. Yeah. It's probably the beer. You know, there's a lot of cool yeah. shit down here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there's I, a lot of cool things to do down here. So I feel like people are very much drawn to the South Bay. Yeah. Like I said, the same people who told us, don't, don't, that's not the spot. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, what, where, how? Yeah. Is there any, any vacancies? It's like, it's yeah. always been like this. We're the second largest city within the county of San Diego. We've been a sleeping giant for yeah. a long time. And I just feel like the shine is finally on us yeah. in the South Bay. May not always be there. May not be there much longer. You know, we don't know. Time will tell. But uh, while yeah. it's on us, you gotta, we, we got to do our best to be our uh, best, you know? It's a breeding ground of hustlers. It know? really is. It, it I is. mean, it, it, it's a border town mentality. Uh, it, it, and then I'll take it to the grave thinking inside because, you know, you're stuck in between two worlds and you're uh, trying to find your way. And uh, when you're trying to find your own way, you're going to, uh, you're definitely going to create your own lane. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and I think that's, that's the key of it is like, dude, just, you know, perform with that spirit of excellence no matter what you do, you know? And, uh, and, you know, even like seeing like, you know, I've, I've always told, told, <laughs> told George, I was like, dude, I don't know, like just the cleanliness, like what he does is amazing, you know? And I'm like, dude, you know, I don't know how he sees his own work, but you know, when I see his stuff, I'm like, dude, see, no one does it the way you do it, you know? And, uh, and he's just, he's, a, he's amazing at what he does. And so I, I had him like redo my connected logo when, you know, when I launched the podcast and I was like, dude, I'm just honored, you know? And so when you see people's craft and you're like, dude, it, when you're working with people that you, that you respect and you love what they do, it just, it gives it a whole other flavor, a whole other like layer of meaning, you know, of what you're doing. And so to me, I'm like, dude, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, I sit back in, in honor, like, dude, I'm honored to like be like in a room like this with you guys. I'm honored to be around a good team that knows what they're doing, you know, and it's just, you know, when you do good stuff with good people, man. Well, now imagine how we feel, you know, listening to you tell the stories of how you got it started and how it's grown and how now you can, you have the availability to take a step back and kind of oversee everything that you've created. I think it's awesome, man. I, I think it, it's a great story to, to be told. Um, I don't think your story's over. You know, I, I, I know you got a lot more, a lot more in the chamber to, to, to yeah. put out. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we got some stuff that we're working on and, um, you know, it's just that, that I don't want to spread myself too thin, you know, um, I also, I sit on the community advisory board for the police chief. Mm. And so 
we just had like our first big meeting, you know. Um, and You're so, Chula Vista? San Diego. Okay, San Diego. Yeah, okay. San Diego. And so, um, and then I'm part of the Regional Leadership Institute with the DA's office. So I get to speak to law enforcement. So to me, it's like, you know, when I look at the South, I'm, I'm like the South Bay representative for for the DA's office and for the, the, the police chief, you know what I'm saying? So to me, that's a big deal because people tell me, oh man, you should run for office. You should do, be a mayor, do something. You know, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm ready for all that drama. Yeah. But but in thinking about it, I'm like, well, I don't even need to run for city council. If if every three, four months I get to speak to to the two most influential and powerful people in the city. You've got their the ear mayor, already. Yeah, the mayor and the chief. I'm like, well, what do I need to do all that for? Like, I don't need no. to run and have people in my business and do The it. guy behind the guy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so I'm just honored to be able to go and and uh, and let them know, like, hey, this is what the community is looking for. This is what the community needs. This is the issues that the community is having. And so it's just, it's a little different, you know? And, and so even with like the, the, the Regional Leadership Institute, I, I get to speak to 36 different law enforcement officers throughout California. And I don't know who, who's who. It's, it's every agency except for the CIA and the Secret Service. So FBI, D, you know, the um, DEA, Department of Homeland Security. You got every, you know, you got Modesto police. You got La Mesa police. You got everything. But you don't know who's who because everybody's playing clothes. But I get to come in and, like, share, like, some community stuff. And... um but pretty much it, my whole presentation is like, just don't, don't be a jerk. Don't be, don't be a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when you're in the communities, like, dude, just love on people because every opportunity that those officers have when they confront someone or they, you know, they make any kind of initiation with a community member, it's, you can change the perception of, of who law enforcement is. Quickly. Yeah. So it's either, if someone already has that F the police mentality mm-hmm. and they come up and they're being jerks, like, Hey dude, you don't gotta be a jerk off. Like, just be be cool, and and automatically it could be like, see, I told you, Ruben, why are you working with these guys, man? All these cops are jerks. Or it could be like, dude, that cop was super cool, man. Hey, Ruben, you're right. Not all these cops are. The jerks. narrative has been switched. Yeah. yeah. So so I try to be a bridge builder, and so I get to bring community members to speak to these law enforcement agencies and kind of change the perception um, on both sides. So I get to change the perspective of these law enforcement officers and saying like. Dude, just because this guy has tattoos and he spent 20 years in prison doesn't mean he's going back. So I get to bring people in to kind of share, you know, the the perspective of like, dude, you know, we're in your neighborhoods helping you guys. So when you see us doing what we're doing, like you got to you got to show the love. You know, you can't can't just come back and like, oh, this guy looks a certain way or behaves a certain way. And, uh, you know, it, it's it, we're, we're just trying to change the narrative, change the percep- perception of 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 who the community members are and who law enforcement is and build that bridge you know so that's a tall task man it is that, that it that's is. no simple feat and then just you yeah. just having the, the the guts and and to get in there and and take on that yeah that's impressive in itself man you know felicidades Thanks. on that venture yeah. that, that's Thanks. that's something that i'm pretty sure weighs heavy on you that's a heavy that's a heavy load to shoulder Dude, bro we, we i mean we grew up like we don't talk to cops yeah you know i get so you we, we grew up that way i you get know? you my, my older brother was you know he was involved with the cartels and all that stuff, you know, both of my, you know, my, my brothers were all, inv- you know what I'm saying? Like we just, in our neighborhoods, that's, we grew up around all that. You know, I, we had homies that had been in and out of prison doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, like we, but that's what we were involved in. That's what we knew. So we didn't, we wouldn't talk to cops, you know, we wouldn't do that. And, um, 
And so now I'm kind of on the other side of it. Like, nah, dude, like, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that the South Bay stays, stays safe and stays what it's supposed to be. And when there's knuckleheads that, that we can change the perception. Cause sometimes like you got the big homies that are talking to the little homies and telling them, you know, to do, they're throwing their lives away, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if you can, if you can help some of these little homies not throw their lives away and, and, uh, and believe the hype of what the big homies are telling them, like, Dude, it that goes a long way. It goes a long way, man. So that's all, man. That's that's all we're trying to do. I'm not, you know, I, it's not like I go debrief and tell them. It's just like, dude, I just what's the to, cops' reception of you, man? You know what? Um, I think at, at first they didn't know how to take me, you know. Wow. But um, once they they started realizing, oh, you're the guy who did that thing over at Qualcomm, and then you know we've done a couple of these like coffee with the cop events, and so you know now it's like, okay, well, seems like he's kind of on our side. You know, like they don't know how to take it. But like when I first did my presentation with the DA's office, I think I kind of, you know, I came off like a jerk, you know, because I was I was still like heavy in the like anti-cop, but like not anti-cop, but more of like their actions. So I had to like kind of change my presentation, the way I delivered it to where I wasn't as harsh and just said, dude, we're on the same team. Like we both want the same goal, but the way that you're doing it, is 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 not the way that the community wants it so if we can just figure out a happy medium you know so then they started inviting me to, to like certain trainings and okay we got these like 100 cadets that are just coming in and before they handed the keys to their cars before they go out they still have to come back and refresh so a new training so i was able to bring like some community members like from from otai from like the gang otai and so one of the guys you know he's tatted you know head to toe and so we got to do some role play with with these new officers and so they give them these like these tasks of like all right well um here's here's the scenario you know you're in barrio logan it's three o'clock in the morning and you're responding to this loud music call in this house what are you going to do and so, <laughs> you know and so you know we got these guys and he's the homeowner and he's tatted up like crazy and so you know first thing perception is like you know you got this you know, little 90 pound white girl from Iowa that, you know, doesn't know what Barrio Logan is. Or, you know, the guy comes, Hey man, we're having a quinceanera. And she's like, what's a quinceanera, you know, and you got to be culturally sensitive and understand like, like three in the morning doesn't mean it's a frat party and you're not by SDSU. Like this is a family that paid, you know, 20, 30 grand to have a quinceanera and you're trying to shut them down. It's like, nah, like take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just, so you know, you got to come and, and kind of massage that situation and, and, and kind of show them like, dude, you know, you want to come and talk to the homeowner and you want to come and get in the, in the father's face, but it's the mom that runs the show. So come and be nice to the mom and tell her what's going on. If And all the doors will open for you. Yeah. And so, you know, when you tell them that way, it, it changes the game up a little bit. You know, It's, it's similar to the hearts and minds. You know, you yeah. first you win the hearts, you win the minds and yeah. people are on board and yeah. it's, it's, it's you don't have to win a battle with force. Sometimes, yeah. you know, some yeah. kind words. And, yeah, yeah, and then just, just realize yeah. what it takes to get in. Yeah. Dude, so many hats on this guy, bro. I know. So many so hats. That, that's why I'm saying, like, dude, I, you know, I, I try not to, I, I don't want to wear myself too thin and do too much with the team. And like, But what's next? What's the, after December? After after you, you, you <laughs> take the month off? What, what, what is on the docket? What is on the agenda uh, for Ruben? You know, we're, we're, um, we're looking into some some grant writing. You know, we, we'd love to get a new building. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about doing all kinds of stuff. Me and Memo have been talking about doing, um, we got a, a, a little coffee idea that we're doing, you know, we're teaming up with, uh, Por Vida and we're 
trying to get a little, you know, social enterprise going with some coffee stuff, some do good in the hood stuff. So, um, you know, we're trying to work on that. Um, you know, we have a, a ton of classes that we've been, that we started, like we did a two week acting class a couple months ago. We did a DJ class with DJ Bethel Perez. Um, El Cali burritos. Yeah. So, you know, we're like, dude, we got to bring all that stuff back. Um, it, it's, it's all based on the creative arts, you know, but it's therapy at the same time, you know, for some of these kids, when they're doing this acting class, it was cognitive behavior therapy. It wasn't just like, Oh, you're learning how to be, you know, how to read the script or how to shoot or how to like, these kids were like coming out of their shelves and like, you could see a difference in them. It's things otherwise we wouldn't have access to yes, and you're yes. bringing it to them. And all Hollywood of a sudden it's like, Oh man, yeah. I like this. We brought Hollywood to the hood. Like we had, we had this actor, his name's Jose Yenke and he, uh, he's been in a ton of stuff, but um, in the movie Traffic, he was the guy who he was going to like bury Benicio del Toro. He was like, he was the, the torturer, you know, but uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. And so he comes and he's, he was like built for that role. Like he was built to work with these kids and bring the stuff out. Like his voice is hypnotized and like everything about the dude, you're just like, dude, you were built to work with these kids and to do what you're doing. Like, it's just, it's amazing, you know, to see what, what he does and how he does it. So we want to kind of work more on that angle. And then, um, you know, I want to, I want to kind of get more into the, the reentry working with some of these guys that have, you know, they're coming out of prison. Um, you know, we want to do all, all aspects of it. You know, when kids are getting in trouble, you know, we want to do the, the like, Hey, let us work with these kids, you know, the intervention part of it. But also if we can get in before the kids get in trouble and do the prevention part of it and bring, you know, like we said, some of these guys that we know that have influence, bring them into the schools. Let's do the crime prevention. Let's get them before they get in trouble. And then we're working with the gang intervention unit for San Diego PD. So then we get those kids too. So the kids that already got in trouble and we're kind of working them all together. And then, you know, the last part of it is we want to do the reentry part. So when they reenter back into society, reassimilate into yeah. the population. So we want to yeah. be able to help with that. And, um, you know, I mean, I think big picture of it, like we want to do like what homeboy industries is doing up in LA. We want to be that in San Diego. Um, we, we've been talking about doing like a tattoo removal, you know, programs and that kind of stuff. So, you know, we're like, dude, you know, let's just, let's just see where God takes it for now. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a beautiful journey, but you know, we want to want to be wise about it and, uh, you know, not spread everybody too thin. So we're, we're, uh, we're talking to a couple of people about, you know, maybe jumping on and helping us out with some grants and that kind of stuff. So, which brings it full circle to Friday yes. for people who want to help, but don't know how, well, guess yes. what? Now, you know, now you know how to go to and South Bay know, Black no, Friday, South right. Bay Black Friday on third Avenue from 11 to six. Yep. You hit up George and one of the vendors at the spot. Do they bring toys? What what are we yeah, doing? So, what, so, what are we doing? So you want to just elaborate on that? No, Unwrap toys. On that. Well, no, I'm saying yeah. your tour drive. <laughs> it's a tour drive. So you you know yeah. you, you set up some boxes. Ruben yeah, yeah. just told you he's taking the month off, bro. Yeah, he wanted you to take on this, bro. Come on, on. He's the one. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as I know, on the tour drive <laughs> part, as far as I know, we're gonna set up um, boxes where people yep. can drop off toys. Nice. Uh, unwrapped, right? Unwrapped. Don't don't just leave the wrap at home. And you basically just drop them off. Yep. Right, that's all we're doing, yep. and then whatever at the end of the day, end of the show, you know, we'll probably you got Memo's part of it, so I'll, yeah. I don't know how you guys want to do it. Want to Me- pick it up? Memo sits on our board, so Memo can bring them. There you go. Um, so we're we're gonna bless some of the families. We have some individual families here in San Diego that we're gonna bless, and then um, Memo has a team that's going down to Tecate. That's right. Same and thing. so they're they're yeah. taking some stuff down there, and then Ricardo and Adesaili they have a team that's 
um, going to two different neighborhoods down in in, uh, in Tijuana, and so you know that's that's kind of the gist of it. Like we um, we usually do like one big huge one, man. Like down in um, like we do a couple a couple like throughout Tijuana, like Libertad and all that stuff. And we used to go to those la- those laureles down over by Playas, and then we'd go as far down as Primo Tapia, like past Rosarito, and like that's the big one, you know, like probably you know, a thousand kids or something. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of kids. And so, um, every year, you know, we'd go down there and we're like, we'd pull up and we'd see the long line of kids and we're like, dude, I hope we got enough toys, <laughs> you know? And you always get that feeling in your stomach. Like, Oh man, I hope we brought enough. And dude, the way God works it, man, it was like, it, it like to the T, like every kid got a toy. And, uh, we even brought some stuff for like the adults, some clothes and some stuff, some shoes and stuff. But it's like, you know, you're looking at all these people and you're like, God, I hope I have enough. And, you know, just miraculously, like, we'll find another bag and we're like, whoa, here it is. Perfect. You know, and everybody gets something. So it's it's been it's been pretty awesome just to see it all like unfold. But, um, yeah, this year we're doing two two different places in Tijuana and then uh, Memo's going down to Tecate. So that'll be big. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what happens down there because I think our first time like actually doing anything at Tecate. So uh, Memo has a rap group down there called uh, Los Elegidos that he works with. So they're going to be doing like a little concert type thing and then they're going to give away a bunch of toys. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see. There what, it is, what man. Uh, Look at that. Yeah. Doing good in the hood. Doing good. Hey, in the George, hood. thank you for bringing Ruben in and oh, introducing me to him, man. It's the way it is, man. Networking. 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 Is there a way where people can donate directly to you if we're not able to bring toys to the toy yeah. drive? Is there, is there a link I can share through yeah. all of our... Uh, LoveThyNeighborMovement.com. Um, connect button, the donate button right there. And uh, that goes straight to us. Um, we're at, uh, at LTN Movement um, on every other platform, Love Thy Neighbor Movement on Facebook. Um, but yeah, you can just go to straight to the website. Boom, right there. I can't wait to, to see how we can link up and work with you guys yeah, and man. see what it takes to learn and, and, and just kind of like apply what we're doing yeah. into our little area, man. Because we're little, bro. We're, we're small. We're just starting and we're, yeah. we're, we're ignorant to it. We're just kind of figuring yeah. it out as we go. Yeah. But at least we're trying to do it. Dude, you're doing you know? it. Man. You're doing it. Dude, every, like, you, you don't know how, how much, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of stuff that comes from the South. And then when I heard about what you guys were doing, um, I, I, you know, I had to do my research because I was like, I seen... I work with this young lady, um, Itzel Mendoza. That's like the third time I've heard her so, name today. She's so, uh, one of our scholarship recipients yes, that yes. We, we we had a couple of weeks ago. And then yeah. I was talking to somebody else, uh, the, the counselor from uh, Montgomery Elementary. She mentioned, and I was like, oh man, this is full circle. Yeah. Like she intelligent young lady, yeah. very well-spoken. Yeah. Very, everything she does, like it, it's, it's yeah. very polished. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like yeah. she's young and, and yeah. she's already like firing on all cylinders. Yeah. 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 yeah so we, we, uh, her her mom had reached out. Um, it was right when you know I don't, I don't know if you remember over here at the church's chicken over in the south mm, there was that shooting. Yeah. So I was doing um, I put a, a peace gathering together for that because that's my background like that's my my backyard right there you know and I live like right down the street like right around the corner from there. So um, a pastor friend of mine it was his niece that was shot and killed mm. so he was like Ruben this is your backyard you need to do something and I was like what am I going to do. Yeah. And he was like, I pray about it. Right, you got to do something. So I was just like, all right, well, let's do another peace gathering. We just gathered a bunch of people. We gathered the cops and we had a time of prayer and did the whole thing. It was a cool little thing. But anyway, I'm saying all that to say, like, um, we were doing a bunch of, like, a lot of media stuff at that time. 
And, um, and then I had heard of, you know, a 17 year old girl that was making some stuff happen over in paradise Hills. Paradise Hills. And I was like, what, what's, what's going on with this? And so, um, I had spoke to her mom and I was like, dude, this is amazing. And she's 17. She's doing this. I was like, dude, this is, dude, you, you need some coverage on this. So then the media hits me back up and they're like, oh, you know, we want to talk to you. I was like, yeah, that's old news now. You know, I mean, it was still happening, but I was like, we already talked about that. But if you want some real news, there's a 17 year old girl that's doing a peace march over on, on Rio Drive. And that's news. Go, go, you know, I'll hook you up with her. You need to go down there and go interview her because for a 17 year old that's taken her community by storm like this, like she needs some news cameras. Like that's a story. Like who cares about what I think about people getting shot in my neighborhood? Like I already said that, but this, like she needs some attention, you know? And so, you know, I called her mom and I was like, dude, can we get Telemundo out there to kind of, you know? And so she was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. So, you know, I passed on the information, I connected the dots and then, uh, and then I, I called uh, my buddy that sits on our board. He's part of San Diego PD. And I was like, Hey, can we get, you know, some law enforcement to come and like march with us, you know, for this, for this girl's event. So he sent a couple of cops over and he sent like one of the sergeants, which was pretty cool. And so we just all helped her march. And then Telemundo came out and interviewed her. And then she was like, ever since then, like she, always, like she looks at me like a mentor and she always hits me up and she's like, I'm, I'm like proud, like, dude, like yeah. you're doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? And so when I seen that she got a check from you guys, I was like, dude, she's doing it. Like, this is, this is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, I'm like, who is Emo Brown? What's going on? Like, and I've been seeing the name everywhere and I'm like, what is this? You know? And so, uh, you know, when you told me about it, I was like, dude, I got to do some research. Like you guys are doing some, some amazing stuff, you know? So, you know, thank you for, thank you for man for the words. That's awesome. That, you, know? you know, we're just so, like a bunch of dudes just trying to make yeah, it happen. You know, like I said, the hood. love it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we, we got lucky because I used the brewery, you know, as a means to like open a little bit of a crack in the door, and then we just sneak in. Oh, Dude, Emo man. Brown just got in, you know, like yeah. it, that. that. Yeah. And once we, we ain't going nowhere, man, yeah. you know. So we, we kind of cheated, you know. We we, no, we we have we have heavy hitters like like Chicle in the group, like yeah. the like Compita Justin Lipford. He works with the YMCA, deals yeah, with yeah. youth homelessness. Yeah. Um, one of my best friends, you know, Gus, Gus Gonzalez, another uh, entrepreneur, small business owner here. And we have some uh, educators in the group. Yeah. So it's like together, you know, I feel like we, we, we yeah. represent it. We were able to cover a lot of ground, you know, and the podcast, we just kind of use it as our platform. Like, yeah. Hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Hey, this is what we, we want to do. What, how can you help? This is how we can help you. Yeah. And boom, boom. And it, fortunately, man, people have been really receptive to yeah. it. You know, I feel like people down here in the South Bay where we, we see through a lot of the bullshit, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we, we, we can smell like when somebody's faking the funk. Yeah. And I think, you know, now we're with the foundation and the podcast, the way it's going, people realize, okay, these, these guys are actually le legit. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing some shit yeah. and, and we're, we're proud of what we're yeah. doing, man. We're, we're happy to raise money and give it back to the community. Yeah. And that young lady, bro, yeah. she she blew my mind when when we had the presentation and she was there. I was like, her yeah. family was there, yeah. and then she's just one of five, uh, six others, you know. So it's like, it's only the beginning for us, yeah. but it's people like you and organizations like you and and Memo sitting on the board that yeah. kind of give us like, okay, that's the direction we got to yeah. take it in. This is the next step because, yeah. like I said, man, we're really good at networking and raising money, yeah. but we want to make sure the the right hands are getting this money. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. we want to make sure that the people who really need it the most are the yeah. ones that are receiving it. Yeah. You know, we, we just linked up with the Chula Vista golf course and they're going to be providing financing nice. to us on a quarterly basis where we get those funds Dumb. and we introduce the game of golf 
to the community that otherwise wouldn't have golf as a blip on their radar. Yeah, and I was talking sure. to the the counselor from uh, Montgomery Elementary, and I said, "Hey, man, you know." You talk a lot about like you know taking them out of the environment that they're in and giving them a whole new perspective and something different. Yeah. Let's link up with the money that we're getting from the Chula Vista Golf Course. Bring some of your students and get them some training in golf. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. You never know what switches or, or, or what flicker is going to go off inside That's of them, true. and you might have a whole new yeah. era, yeah, a whole yeah. new generation of legit little golfers that otherwise. Never would have known, yeah, that's you know, cool, man. do it. So whatever we can do to help you and that I'm on board with all of that, man. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate that, man. Like me and Memo were just talking about, we're like, dude, we got to kind of figure out, you know, he, he said he had a meeting with, with the, another, another guy today who works with the Padres and all kind of, we're, we're like, dude, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do well and we know our strengths, but you know, there's stuff that we still need help on and we need to work on and, and fundraising is one of them. You know, we're like, yeah, we just need to really concentrate on the fundraising part of it and and work on on being able to, because we can do, we, we've operated so, like, this far with nothing, you know. We've done so much with so little for so long. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so now it's like, dude, now if we can get. The resources have increased, so yeah. now it's like we should be able to be able yeah. to multiply what we did, our output, you know, yeah. a lot more. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with it right now. It's like, all right, we got to work on the fundraising. We got to find like a grant writer and just keep them on board and just, you know, feed the beast. You know, the one thing I love about our, our, our community here in Chula Vista is that a lot of people who are in position of making decisions, like, you know, life changing decisions, yeah. they're from Chula Vista, yeah. you know, like the, the, the battalion chief for the fire department, the Lieutenant for the Chula Vista yeah. police department, the mayor, you know, and all people that we, we see on a daily basis here. Yeah. So we connected with them and we were able to talk to them. And I don't know all I know is Chula Vista, you know, that's where I'm from. That's all I know. So it's like, I feel like down here, we are in a special place where we can make a difference here. It's not everywhere being a small business owner that you can actually make a difference. You know, yeah. we can talk about it and all this, but here in Chula Vista, you have the connects and, and, and the channels that take you straight to the top and be like, Hey, I have a business on third Avenue. The mayor's my, uh, my neighbor. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, I, I, I see her like on the daily and she's always, Hey, what's going on, Steve? Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I don't want to put this opportunity to waste. Yeah. I want to make sure that the people that I surround myself with are the people yeah. that are like-minded and we're on yeah. the same boat and we're all That's paddling legit. in the same, uh, yeah. the same direction, That's you know, legit. you know, the, the mayor, she, she was, she's pretty supportive of what we're doing too. We, she, uh, when we had our office down the street here. She came into our office and she, cause our office was like a gallery. Like we had a bunch of art everywhere. And so she came up and she's seen a Santana piece, you know, it was, some you know one of the homies painted santana and she loved it she's like oh man i'm such a huge santana fan i want to buy that and she's like who's the artist and i said oh you know this is prison art this came from prison and she's like i want it i want to buy it right now and we're like all right cool you know and and so she bought it we sent the dude the money she bought it she hung it in her office and so when we had andy vargas the you know the singer for santana when he came we're like dude we had to go introduce you to to Mary, you know, so we took him over to her office to go meet her. She's like super down to earth. And then, uh, she didn't even think about it. Like maybe like a year later, you know, I, I see her and she was like, Hey, I forgot to ask you, what did that guy do? The, the guy who painted the, the piece, you know, you said, it was Oh, by the way. Yeah. And I was like, murder. And she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, she's like, I still love it. I still love it. You know, she kept, she had it in her office for a while. I don't know if she still does, but, uh, she was just supporting, like, regardless of whatever the situation was. She's like, dude, I support, you know. 
And so she just came to our office and just bought art, you know? And so I think, you know, that's, that's a, it's a cool piece of having someone that's accessible in your community, you know, that you can come to them, you could talk to them, you know, you could say, Hey, I own a business right here. And she's, she's there. She listens, you know? So, um, I don't think you you know you can't get that everywhere else. Oh no! You know, so no. It's, it's a beautiful thing, you know. So yeah, there's there's a lot of people of influence that that are decision makers that are just walking up and down Third Avenue, just having a burger or, or a beer somewhere, you know. So it's it's pretty legit, man. Being here, nine two one five four, man. So many heavy hitters coming out of there. Yeah, I have a homie, El Sunny Caramillo, también. Oh, yeah, that's my yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. So it's like so, all of you guys coming down so, from nine two one five four. Sunny Caramillo actually, um, he. Uh, He's he's been my friend since junior high, and uh, he's got a crazy story too. You know, working with the Padres since he was like in high school, so he was like the equipment manager back then in high school, and so you know whatever like people like they didn't know what to think, you know. But he never took a paycheck from the Padres, so instead he was putting it all like I'll oh, just put it in stocks in the Padres. Dude, and when he finally cashed out, <laughs> you know, dude was living large. You yep. know, what I'm saying? it was like cha ching, yeah, yeah. but um. You know, That's he, funny. I wonder if you grew up with my with my family down there. Yeah, because uh, my, my my cousins all grew up with Sonny, and they were all friends. Yeah, yeah. Sonny's the homie. Nine two one five four, man. I'm telling you. So he you. recently put me in a in this email chain. You know, hey, you know, hey Tom, I want you to meet my boy Ruben. Ruben you know, does all this stuff in the south. And <laughs> he's good stuff. at doing that, bro. Yeah. he's good at so, doing that. So I was like, okay, cool. And so I, you know, I don't know who's who. And it's I was like, like Tom Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was like, oh, hey Tom, you know, great to meet you. Love to chat. And, he, and so Tom responds and. He's like, hey, Ruben, here's my cell phone number. I'd love to, you know, call you. He's like, how about you call me, you know, tomorrow at, you know, 630, whatever. You know, and I'm like, all right, sick. You know, I'll, I'll call you then, you know. And then I'm like, who is this dude? <laughs> and so I go and I like Google his name and I was like, what the? <laughs> he was one of the owners of the Padres. Tom Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah. so it's Tom, uh, Tom Siedler. Oh, Siedler, yeah. brother, brother. Eric Siedler's yeah. brother, yeah. So I'm sitting there like. So I Peter Siedler, perdón. I, I call Sonny and I was like, yo, dude, next time you next time you put me in an email thread with the billionaire, <laughs> how about you give me a heads up? Dude? That's crazy, yeah, yeah, but that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Like, I was on Instagram and he's like, hey, man, I want to link you up. Uh, Steve, this is Greg. Greg has a wine company. He's from Sacramento. And yeah. I was like, oh, what's up? And it's fucking Greg Vaughn. You know, I'm like, oh, oh I stay out there. And I'm like, jeez. Yeah. And like, hey, fam, I want to link you up yeah. with Steve. Steve, this is Tony. Tony, this is Steve. And, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and then I'm like, Tony Gwynn Jr., what the shit? You yeah. know, like, so. It's like, dude. Give he, me a heads up, he, bro. He, he, he catches you off guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's an awesome guy, man. Yeah. I feel like I've known him forever, and I just met him when, we, when I had him on the podcast. Oh, nice. But we were just sharing yeah. stories, and he's like, I heard all about you, man. Like, yeah. your cousins would tell me yeah. about you, and when you were in a band, like, because I was in a band growing up, and he's like, oh. and they, they would tell me about you being in a band. And, what band? What band were you Um, I was in a band called Three-Piece three Scandal. We were here local. Three we, yeah, scandal, yeah. We were right? Chula Vista nice. Bonita Band. But yeah, nice. and he would tell me, yeah, your cousins would tell me all about you and everything that you're doing here. And then I was like, oh, fuck. So I like we kind of mutually knew each other without actually knowing each other. Yeah. So when we sat down and chatted like for two, three hours, it was like, fuck. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I already know you, man. Yeah. You know, know all the same people. Yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a small world, man. Like the way it all like comes together and the way it's all pieced together. And, you know, even like George, like working at ODM, you know, like. Heifer Clothing was distributed by, oh, we had a licensing deal. I see Full circle, with man. ODM. Yeah, so, you know, we were, you know, doing that back then. And then, you know, we go back and visit and we're just like, I was just like tripping. Like, dude, it was it was nothing like that back in the day because dude was like super large doing his thing. But, you know, just to go back and like, you know, just remembering all the all the, the good stuff that, you know, that we did with Heifer back then, you know. But yeah, back to Sonny, like he hooked it up, man, with them. 
with Tom, and so he that's awesome. Tom, <laughs> he he, uh, he gave me ninety three Padres tickets. Um, I, I don't even know how long ago it was, just like a couple months ago. And so for for next year, you saying or no no for, it was like one of the last oh, games oh, that they played. And so he was I like, must have missed your call. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what he said. He said, dude, uh, you know, I know you guys are working with a lot of kids in the South Bay. So just, you know, bless some of the, the kids and some of the families that, you know, that can't afford to go to games or haven't been to a game for a while and just reintroduce them, you know? And I was like, okay, sick. But he's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's like next Wednesday. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, how am I going to, yeah. All right. So. Yeah, we ended up getting rid of, you know, all 93 tickets or whatever. But, you know, it was kind of all scattered. But uh, but still, you know, just to be able to bless those people. 93 people so, that otherwise wouldn't be yeah. at a Potter game that night, yeah, you know. And so we're like, all right, Straight cool. from one of the bosses themselves, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that that's what was a trip to yeah. me. And that I spent that whole entire day emailing him back and forth. And I was like, doesn't this guy got better stuff to do than to be emailing freaking me? Love this new, love this new organization. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's emailing me all day long. You know, like I spent that entire day, literally like he's just emailing me like, Hey, really? Okay. So let's talk about next year. And so, you know, he mentioned, you know, possibly doing like a love thy neighbor day. That would be awesome. Hell yeah. That's a new level unlocked right there. Yeah. And so I'm like sitting here like tripping, like what? Like, Oh yeah. Sick dude. I'm down. And he's like, Oh yeah, you know, for some of the events, maybe you can get some of the alumni to come out and you know be a part of some of the stuff that we're doing. That's just all the hard work you've been putting in for decades now, yeah. just kind of finally coming to fruition. fruition yeah. You know, it's like here it is. That's yeah. that's years of me putting yeah. in hard work. Now yeah. somebody's paying attention. That's that's the beauty of it. I'm like, dude, this is, all, you know, because Sonny Adamio made a call. You know, what yeah. Saying? And so I was like, oh, sick, dude. You know, he ambushed you. Yeah, he ambushed yeah. you in the text thread, bro. Dude, and I was sitting here like, hey, bro, next time you put me in a thread with a billionaire i think you should uh give me a heads up dude because no. i didn't know who's who you know and good thing i was you know i was kind of formal i wasn't like oh what's up bro you know and so i was like okay good thing i was like professional about it you know but uh yeah i googled him after and i, I, I peed my <laughs> pants a, a little seedler. bit what the hell <laughs> <laughs> peed my pants a little bit i was like oh man this dude but you know it, it was dude like Talking to him was was cool, and then, and then like you know, he's very involved with the community, yeah. man. You know, yeah, his brother TJ. Peter, he is is like the CEO, yeah. and I feel like I, I want to say that he might be the CMO, the the marketing officer yeah. for the Padres, and he's very involved oh, with yeah. with everything that goes on on the community. Yeah. And I tip my cap to them for reaching yeah. out to the South Bay yeah. communities, yeah. and you know, because they're working on on yeah. on on rebuilding a lot of things that maybe were left unhinged with the previous ownership yeah. you know and, and these guys are really killing it man and then it makes me proud to be like a, yeah. a season ticket holder and yeah. and give my money to an organization yeah. that i know really takes and and he didn't ask for anything he was just like here just go bless some people like he wasn't like dude go you know post us or tag us or he was oh, just no. like let them know one of the seedlers gave yeah. it to you <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was just like just bless some family hell yeah go, man go bless some awesome. people you know so i was like sick dude this is and so you know when he's telling me like Oh yeah, man! Next season we'll you know we'll hook up, we'll do some more stuff, and I'm like, dude, this is this is next level, you know. So, you know, he said that he would help you know financially here and there too, you know. But he's like, let's let's see what we can do, like some in kind stuff as well, like you know, if I can send a player somewhere, if I could, you know, get some autograph stuff or like send the Padres promo, like the I don't know what they do, the the fryer or whatever. So he's like, dude, if we can do any of that, like, well, you know, that's easy. That's the easy stuff getting the players out right now. He said, yeah, it's a little, a little tough, but 
you know, either way, I'm like, whatever you can do, bro. Like I'm, I'm down, you know? So that's, it was, it was pretty uh, surreal to, to kind of, you know, get a call from or talk to him and yeah, it's pretty legit. Ruben, yeah. pleasure to meet you, bro. Yeah, thank you. Inspiring. Bro, it, it's awesome to, to get to know your story and I look forward to, to chatting it up with you more, bro. We can do thank this you. shit all night and I can just, I love listening to people's stories, yeah. man. I, I, I enjoy yeah. it. it. It makes me like appreciate the community I'm from and, and what we're doing and just learn from somebody who's been doing it a lot longer than I have, you know, and then somebody that I can learn from and be like, so thank you. Don't be surprised if I, if I start like hitting you up in the DMs, like, Hey bro, I have an idea. Do, do you think do this would work? Hey man, help me with this. Hey man, I'm going to be bugging you. I'm going to start being the thorn in for your real. side. No, no, for real, man. I, do, I, I mean, I think that's the part that, that I love the most is when I'm able to like reach out and help and, you know, be a, be a part of, Something that's bigger, you know, oh. and dude, I, I love it, you know. So, hey, compa George, any, anytime Friday, Friday, South Bay Black oh. Friday, yeah. All the heavy hitters from all, all every industry will be there, vendors hey. chopping it up, selling, yeah. collecting money, making donations. Will any proceeds of sales be going anywhere, or is that not something we're doing not, yet? Not yet, not yet. I okay, all right, I, all right. You know, I think nice. he was saying 100% of boom, uh, go ahead, of the 100%. Good merch. Oh, and 100 percent and memo's gone and, me <laughs> and memo has disappeared <laughs> even the old bolt complex the uh -huh. all that stuff 100 percent of Damn, all that stuff the old bolt go. complex. i got rid of a lot of that stuff actually so <laughs> that's back to love thy neighbor that's what he was just telling me outside before He's all right no so hey all, all i know is that the blessing. both charger games that i've watched this season they've won bro all right. Did you watch last night? I, wa I watched last night, okay, and I watched the Raider games. So I'm like, shit. Am I still a fan? What's going on? So where do you guys stand on that? Because you got like, I'm not really a sports dude. Uh, I'm a hometown I'm, guy. I'm so, not really so, a sports so let me reason. let me let me just say, I'll get that out. Of, like, I, you know, I'm into lucha libre. I'm into you know wrestling and, and boxing. That's it. That's like as far as it goes. But I'm a hometown guy, so I've always rooted for whatever was hometown. So when the char the Chargers up and leave. Do you guys still are you still Charger fans because they that was your team or because it was the city? To me, it was more about the city. It's been seven years since they left, right? Or five years? Sixteen. Okay, so it's been year. five years. Damn, homie, tell me you're a fan without telling me you're a fan. <laughs> it's know. been five years, and I've watched two games this season, and those are the only two games that I watched in the last five years. As soon as they left, I feel like I closed the book, and I'm like, yeah. hey, boom, it's an old yeah. girlfriend. I, I yeah. got nothing to do with you no more. It's over. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we, we share time, and it's gone. Yeah. But for some reason, we were watching it, and so I was like, oh, I was getting hype. I was like, what the fuck on. is going on here? Like Herbert, what am I? I was like, what am I feeling? Herbert. Is that, is, yeah. These are the butterflies of me being a fan again? I think it was the tacos. From the <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's Herbert mania, man. Is that what it is? He's good, love, man. Mike Williams too. is good too. Yeah. Shit, Joey Bosa. Well, I mean, I, I was just watching these games yesterday and I was like, I was just like, fuck. There's, there's only two players left from the San Diego Chargers team. Joey Bosa and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's still playing. Hell yeah! yeah. Damn. Still so you're, you're a Charger fan, regardless. I'm still a Charger fan, but not. I talked about this in my last. When I was here with uh, Ground Floor Murals um, promoting the event, but I'm still a Charger fan, but not 100% like I was before. Yeah. I'm not as passionate. Like, if they lose, like before, I'll be pissed. I'll be like, fuck, another week yeah. of just, you know, misery. Misery. Yeah. Now I'll be like, okay, the loss. Yeah. All right, whatever. That's LA's problem now. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, no big deal. I, I play fantasy football, so yeah. I'm, I'm still heavily involved in yeah. just in football in general. My son likes watching it, he wants to play football now, so. He wants to watch it with me. So all yeah, those see, things, all these elements still make me want to watch it, but not like before where I was like diehard rooting yeah. for them. You know what I'm saying? What happens if they, if they get to the Super Bowl? What's going on in your head? I mean, if they win, He's they win. Charge it out yeah. Again. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's not the first time I think. I think is that a victory it. for you in, in your heart? 
Is that I, is that I, a heartfelt I'm victory for you? I'm looking at the shield. Mm. I'm looking at the charger shield. The one that the Spanos own or what? Yeah, unfortunately, that's <laughs> you know, the reality, right? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody asked me, it's like, what are you going to say? Bro, I'm never going to go to Sophie Stadium. I'm never going to buy a ticket. I'll probably never buy a jersey. If I happen to watch a game that's on TV, I'll be like, oh, cool. Oh, I remember. We used to date. Boom. I'll watch it. But that's about the extent <laughs> it's of it, it's you know? a good way to look at you it. You know, it's like, yeah, um, you know me cool. That could have been your mom, you know. <laughs> but that's it. Like that, that's that's a good because you know you got like the Raider fans that like they're diehard Raiders no matter oh, where man, they go, no matter, matter where they Vegas, go. Vegas, yeah, down. Yeah. Oakland, shit, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, L.A., fuck it, let's Portland. go. You know, the Charger fans aren't like that. You know, but Charger fans. I, like- I, I think it goes back, and I, I've said this before. I think Al Davis, the old uh, uh, Raiders owner, he saw it as. Not a city-based sort of franchise. He thought yeah. it was it was big, almost like the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, it was really? gang gang shit. Yeah, gang rest gangs. rest in peace. That guy was, by the way, he was part of the Chargers coaching staff before he went uh, became a Raiders. Before he went to the owner, dark side. Yeah. He went to the dark side. He basically was the first coach that removed the city uh, off the website. He didn't put Oakland Raiders. He didn't put Los Angeles Raiders. He just put Raiders. Raiders. So, and it's all about the nation. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no, yeah. no city associated with my that. team. Yeah. I'm gonna build a nation. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, almost like your your soccer team, right? The Manchester United. Manchester United. What a little respect on that. I'm just saying. Have you been to Manchester? Hell yeah, I've been. Respect. Yeah, man. I went. I went there two years ago to watch a match. Okay. Yeah. It's almost the same thing. Raiders Dallas, like big organization. That's, like for that. me. That's my religion. You know, Go, going to Old Trafford and watching a, a football match between Manchester and Liverpool is like boom. For me, this is it. It'll never, it'll never be bigger than what I'm doing right now, you know? And that's kind of uh, like the whole Raider vibes. Yeah, sort see, of fan, that, like, I, don't, I, I know nothing about soccer except for Ted Lasso. Hey, you know yeah. Pinchy Nate, bro. Yeah, I know, dude. Fucking Nate's a yeah. weasel, bro. What's up with that, huh? Jesus Christ. Have you seen that show? You got to see the show. No, I haven't. You never, oh, man, Ted watch Lasso. Ted Lasso, bro. I got yeah. hooked. I'm in a chendo semanas, bro. Like, quickly, boom, oh, yeah, one yeah. after yeah. the other. Yeah, I, I, me and my wife went through it, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But if... I, I would recommend that show, but I'll watch it. I'm watching Ted tonight. Lasso. You gotta hey, watch it, t- dude. You'll be hooked after the first episode. Hell yeah! yeah. I'm watching Narcos right now, though. Yeah. So Narcos, yeah. Hey man, that's the era. The season three right, is the era know. of everything that was going on in in the Via and in Todd San Diego. It's like the Los Pelones. Yeah, I was like, so episode three, uh, they, they introduced the, the homies, the, the the homeboys that they. Yeah, we go in this before somebody gets in trouble, bro. Calmado, Anyhow. See you on Friday. South Bay Black Friday. We can't wait. Thank you for having us out there. Uh, I know Chicles, we're going to be shacked up right next to Chicles doing our thing. Yep. Yep. More importantly, thank you for making the golden introduction to the OG, el big homie, aquel compa Ruben Torres, bro, of all things South Bay, of all things San Diego. Fuck, bro. Big fish, little pond. Hell yeah. I like that. You did it. I appreciate it. Look forward to meeting up and doing more things with you, bro. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me.